Podcast Tax Moves with Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn is a CPA with Heidel Banhort in East Peoria, Illinois. And this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Dawson Tire and Will, your premier ag tire and will provider in North America, helping people grow, and Tractor Zoom, delivering insights. The official work boot of the Moving Iron Podcast is Dry Shod Boots. All right, Glenn, so you're getting to be quite the regular here because all the fun stuff we have coming down the pike, and this is, this is no different. So to kind of recap yeah. what we've talked about, we've talked about when your taxes are due and yeah. a whole bunch of other stuff. But last week we hit up on the Small Business Administration and some special lending that they've got coming up. And yep. on Friday of this week, they're going to open up the uh, SBA loan application. It's supposed to come down, and there's some different tweaks and, and, and different things that have happened because of uh, uh, who knows what, but different than what's on the uh, actual agenda from the uh, – from the Senate bill and the House bill that got passed the other day. So I guess, Glenn, fill us in on what's going to happen there, bud. Will do, yeah. Glad to be on again. So it's about 8.15 a.m. Central Time on Wednesday, April 1st. So this is April Fool's Day. <laughs> um, We're not joking, yeah, we, folks. Yeah. Promise. <laughs> you know, a lot of what we talked about here recently is, you know, incentives that the government is trying to implement to keep people on payroll. There's, you know, the employee retention credit there's you know possible ways to delay payroll taxes and there's this um, paycheck protection program which is really an expansion of an existing small business administration loan program section 7a so that's what we've been talking about recently and so just just yesterday afternoon they came out with the application to so that small businesses can apply for these this paycheck protection program or ppp is what we're going to call it and we weren't sure when it was going to come out, um, but it did come out last night. It's about four pages. Um, and from what we understand, based on the, you know, the guidance, there was a kind of an overview document that was released as well. And then there was a document for a borrower and there's like a document for a lender. So in total, there's actually four different documents. So, but the document does say that Friday, April 3rd, um, you know, banks will be starting to be able to accept applications. Okay. So long term here, I mean, okay, before we started talking, you were talking like, okay, there's, there's a uh, uh, sole proprietorships and you yeah. know, the individuals and those kind of things are this week and then next week is, is uh, self-employed people and everything else, which I don't know the difference between the two, but um, I, I guess the government has a different... Is it, is it a classification? Is that how you classify in your business? Or, or Yeah, so it, what, what it says is, yeah, Friday, April 3rd, small businesses and sole proprietors can submit an application. And then it says, Friday, April 10th, self-employed individuals can submit an application. So what you're bringing up is, what's the difference between a sole proprietor and a self-employed individual? And I really don't know. I mean, I think probably most people would say that's the same thing. So we're not sure. It does actually say self-employed individuals and independent contractors okay. um, for April for April 10th. Um, but 
you know, so who knows? It, hopefully we'll get some more clarity on this, but I think most people would, you know, a, a sole proprietor is somebody who, you know, generally is going to file a Schedule C or a Schedule F and they're going to pay, you know, self-employment tax on all their income. So, and a self-employed individual, I would say, is a farmer or, you know, is somebody who, you know, is a repair person or whatever it is. So we're not sure of the difference. Um, mm -hmm. I think, though, the fact that self-employed individuals, using that term, um, you know, which is what the document says, being April 10th would indicate that, and, and I, I would believe this, is there is still a fair amount of confusion on how this actually applies to self-employed individuals. It's, it's clear, at least in my mind, that it does apply. You know, it specifically says, hey, this does apply to self-employed people. But how it applies, what's the definition of payroll cost is there's some confusion. So maybe they're maybe they're buying some time. I'm not sure. Hmm. That's awful confusing. For I mean, like you said, it's the exact same thing. Well, in everything I've ever been taught in every business class, what you just said were the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, it's it's one of those things I, I kind of shake my head at. Okay, so this is a this is a big deal. I mean, I think this is one of those things where when we talked about it last, it was just got getting through the Senate bill, and then, and then we, we hadn't talked since it passed the House and got ratified and everything else. So I guess when it was going through the Senate, there was a 10-week um, a amount of payroll that you could, uh, that you could apply for. And if you, you know, met, the, met the needs of, the, of the, the terms and conditions of the loan in an eight-week period, then you were basically didn't have to pay the note back. Um, right. Is that still the same? Is that still kind of the same idea? Generally speaking, um, the one thing they did put in there, which again was not in the, the bill text or the law now that it's, now that it's you know, been signed, um, is they said, if you remember, you, you only could use your payroll costs to get the loan. So basically, you know, 10 weeks of payroll, and then you only had eight weeks to spend it. Right. And so your initial thought is, well, maybe I won't get it fully forgiven. But then they said, well, you can throw in things like rent and utilities. Right. into the mix in that eight weeks. So, okay, you know, now I feel a little better. Well, they put out something again in this, on the application, it kind of says, hey, based on loan demand or subscription volume of the subscription, basically, basically, it says that, hey, you can only use the rent and the utilities to cover 25%. Oh, 25% of the loan? In order for it to be forgiven, totally. Oh, so okay. It's still it's still an allowable use. I may not have said that quite right, but it's it, you know rent and utilities is still okay. It's it's not like you're illegally spending you know the money improperly, but you can only count twenty five percent of the loan, toward, you know you could towards rent and utilities. Mm -hmm. So so basically, you really they really want you to use it on payroll, right? Would gotcha. Yeah. Be the story there, which. Makes some sense, but again, it's not you know it's not in the bill to say that, uh, it, but it's in it's on the application. So they kind of hedge their bet. They say, hey, we're expecting you know a high loan demand and things, but but who knows? So we, the answer to your question is yes, it's kind of still there, but they put another wrinkle in. Gotcha. So if I take a thousand dollar loan and I can only use two hundred and fifty bucks to cover yeah. utilities and yeah. stuff, is that is that kind of interest was in there as well? Um, yeah, interest. So yeah, I left out interest. Yeah. Interest on your um, it's maybe a little bit unclear, but you know, we, we believe it's, you know, real property, uh, mortgages and personal property, but yeah. these are things we'd like to get some more clarity on. So, yep. Now this is a little bit different subject and I don't, I don't know if you can answer or not, but in those bills too, they were tossing around things like student loan debt and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Is that still, 
Is that still something that's out there? Have you seen that part in there? Um, you know, I'll be honest, I have not looked at that part of the bill, Casey, so okay. I'm not sure, yeah. I just know that's one of those things where they've kind of been yeah. back and forth over since uh, with the Trump yeah. administration. About we did talk about, I think a couple podcasts ago, about I think it was up to maybe like $5,250 that could be used. Right, I remember we talked about that. Stuff, right, yeah. so I think... Now that's coming back to me, but don't don't hold me to that. But yeah, I just yeah. I know so, they've been back and forth on that. Yeah, tax. So so that's thing. so on the application. That's one change is mm -hmm. this kind of you know hey don't use you got to really use it for payroll if you want it to be forgiven, right? Um, which is obviously what most people want. Um, they did come out with the interest rate. Um, it it is now it's going to be a half percent annual rate. And the maximum rate was going to, you know, and the bill said 4%. So only a half percent is the actual rate, apparently. And then the loan maturity. So if, if you don't get it forgiven, right, how, how long is this, when's this loan come due? The bill said maximum of 10 years. And the actual application now says it's going to be two years. Okay. So, so wow, they really cut that down. Okay. So that's a pretty big cut. Um, but I guess, again, it's, you know, it's for working capital. Right. Right, your payroll tax and stuff. So, hmm. so that's that's a change. Um, so the overwhelming majority of the people, though, I mean, if you're going to take, because that's what the loan's based off of, right? Still, it's still based off of ten weeks worth of payroll. That's, yeah, two and a half still, months. Two and a half months. Um, okay. What we glad you brought that up. There's, yep. you know, the bills said everyone, or at least about anyone I've talked to, it was like a trailing twelve months calculation, right? What's your most recent twelve months? What's your average payroll? The bill, the application, so that was the bill. The application says, hey, just look at your 2019 payroll. So, you know, I think it means, you know, just your calendar 2019 payroll. Um, and maybe that's just a convenience thing, right? That you have your W-2s, your W-3s, your payroll tax returns. You know, it's just mm -hmm. a lot simpler. Yeah. But, but you know, that's, that's what it says is, hey, use a calendar year for your payroll. Gotcha. I got you. So again, who the bill says one thing, the the application says another. So, so this whole all this stuff that's happened right now, I know they've gone off. They've they've talked about using twenty eighteen and, and twenty nineteen. They've been back and forth. If you filed your twenty nineteen, you've already got it filed, and you've got it, you know, sent yeah. to the IRS, and you're good to go, right. and you get that back in, you know, February or whatever. Um, how, how does that does that make a big difference? Are they sticking with the twenty eighteen taxes? Well, yeah, we're. I think you're. There's a lot of you know about the, the stimulus stuff and right. which which year, which um you know we just don't have the time to talk about that. But I but I, your question is a good one because if you haven't filed your 2019 return, you know which which period do you use? I, I would believe it's still 2019 because you 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 know you've done your payroll right. Mm -hmm. You know your payroll tax returns have been filed. So well, that's true. Yeah. It's it's a solid number in that sense, right. um, but. But for a self-employed person who doesn't have payroll, um, you know, it says that you can count, you know, self-employment earnings or net income from self-employment, basically, you know, kind of what your, in rough terms, this isn't exactly, you know, in rough terms, what your, what your net profit is, if you got a Schedule F, limited, limited to 100000 annual. So you can get a loan, you know, equal to basically two and a half months divided by 12 of your Schedule F income. But what if you haven't filed your... 2019 tax return. Uh, you know, I no, I'm not sure. Um, we don't know these things, but I would right. lean more towards you would really use your 2019 information here. Okay, that's what it says. So, say I'm a farmer, I'm, I'm, and I file my Schedule F, 
in the last couple of years just because of commodity prices the way they are yeah. and everything yeah. else we got going on. Um, yeah. I've shown a loss in 2018 yep. and 2019. How's that work? We're, you know, as of right now, this is all, you know, we're, you know, you got to talk with your own, talk with your lender, talk with your tax advisor. But if you don't have any net earnings from self-employment, then you don't have any, you know, payroll cost as that's, that's, you know, the read of the bill by the consensus of the people that I've talked to. And you, you might remember this Casey that when we, we talked about trading off equipment and Mm -hmm. the new rules surrounding that, that if you trade off a piece of equipment, now you have this big gain likely. Right. Yep. That doesn't go on your Schedule F. That's not subject to self-employment income, or you know, not subject to self-employment tax. So, if you have this big gain on a separate schedule, and then you take a lot of extra depreciation because you can to get your overall income down, right, to a, what the level you want, you will have a loss on your Schedule F. And so, if you have a loss on your Schedule F, you don't have any self-employment income, and perhaps again, we'll, we'll see. But perhaps then, you know, you, you don't have any payroll costs from which to compute your, your loan amount. Well, that's a bummer. So is that, is that something that still needs to be clarified or is that like, that's, that's a lot? I, you know, I think, I think there, you know, from, with what we've seen, there's always room for clarification. But, but you know, the bill says net earnings from self-employment. So mm-hmm. um, good times. All right. It'd be a tough one. So if you carried grain forward or something like that, or, or carried a loss back from a previous year or something like that into uh, yeah. into uh, from 20, whatever, 2018, 2017, you could have hurt yourself, this, if, depending on how you wanted to function on this bill. Yeah, I mean, it's all, you know, you certainly save self-employment tax, right? You didn't right. pay self-employment tax, but, but yeah. It's, That's true. And again, it is capped at $100,000, $100, um, so... Mm-hmm. You know, best case, you know, it's it's roughly two and a half divided by twelve is roughly twenty percent. So you know, it'd be about a twenty thousand dollar loan, right? Um, that that a self employed person could get. So gotcha. Okay. Well, good stuff. So Glenn. I think the big the, the big message is, you know, hey, the application is out now. Mm-hmm. So you know, you can you can find it online. You can start to look through it. Uh, but the lenders just just saw it as well last night. So you know, they're. They're trying to figure it out. How's this all going to work? How how are you even going to sign documents if if the banks close? You know things of this nature, if their lobbies close and that type of thing. So right. there's a lot of things to work through until Friday when apparently you know they're going to start receiving applications. But so we've got all day Wednesday and all day Thursday to figure this out. I'll save. Hey, look at that. Nothing Plain but time. time, right? Nothing but time. <laughs> Wow. Okay. All right, Glenn. Well, good stuff as usual. Anything else you want to throw out there on this that I've that I've missed? Ask since we started. I don't talking. think so. No, I think okay. that's that's enough. Again, just to want to make sure people know that it's out there. The application's out there, and you know you can contact your your lender, and you know they they're working through it as well. They may not have all the answers, but yeah. um, just know that things are working, and and um, you know the government is trying to trying to be the stop stopgap here to fund some payroll for a, for a few few weeks so all right right on man all right glenn hey well good stuff as usual if people want to reach out and talk to you about what's going on uh what's the best way to do that yeah it's best to call our office here and it'll just ring to my cell phone if you ask for me but it's our number is 309-694-4251 uh, we'll try to get back to you and you know, we're getting a lot of a lot of interest um or you can always look me up on twitter at glenn Burnbaum is my handle 
Outstanding. All right, I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Make sure to check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Also check out movingironllc.com for all the latest Moving Iron Podcast information and blog posts. Also uh, check out Global Ag Network and all the great podcasters out there and uh, support what they're doing. So uh, I guess until next time, I'm Casey Seymour with Glenn Birnbaum. Let's go move some iron, folks. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century.